Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Gracious and loving Father in heaven, in the fullness of time you sent forth your Son. You sent him into this world, a world full of of sin and disobedience, a world full of self-centeredness and self-righteousness, a world so far from you in so many ways. And you, you sent your son and right into the middle of it. And you sent him to not only walk among us, to teach us and to call us by name, but you, you sent him to suffer and die on a cross with a, with a crown of thorns. And Lord, we thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that he died in our place and washed away our sins and calls us to a new life, to live not for the world or for ourselves, but to to live for him and the message of the gospel. Lord, we pray on this day that you would open our ears to hear more clearly and our lives to live more faithfully and our mouths to, to proclaim ever more loudly the truth of Jesus Christ. We pray, be with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Today is the last Sunday of the church year. It's referred to many times as Christ the King Sunday, and yet our texts today demand that we take a look at at this whole idea of Christ as King from a slightly different perspective vantage point because you see he's a king unlike any other king he is a a shepherd king a servant king when we take a look at how the scriptures unfold we begin to understand that our father in heaven had to send his son into this world to redeem each and every one of us because, you see, as I mentioned during the children's sermon, all we like sheep have gone astray. We've all turned everyone to his own way, and and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all, our sin. Our sin laid upon the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world is John the Baptist reminds us. He is the Passover lamb of sacrifice. 
and his blood is painted on the doorposts of our hearts and the lentils of our foreheads. As Paul reminds us in in baptism, we are buried with Christ and raised to new life. Those waters that have touched our hearts and our lives remind us that we have a, a shepherd who pursues the sheep that are lost to restore them uh, to the fold of sheep, that is, to the kingdom, to that place of grace and mercy. He's a shepherd who gathers his flock from all languages and nations and cultures and peoples. It's a flock unlike any other flock. But he calls us to be his. You see, we are to know that it is the Lord, our God. It is he who who made us, who shaped us each individually, uniquely, who's gifted us with all sorts of skills and talents and abilities, and he calls us together in, in congregations of people as the body of Christ in a particular place, as his people, as his sheep to do all of the good works that he's prepared in advance for us to do, bringing our skills and talents together so that we complement each other and that together we can accomplish far more than just simply one alone. Maybe you've heard it said, though, that among the sheep is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Maybe that's true to some degree. I mean, certainly the devil is roaring uh, around and prowling around like a, like a lion seeking whom he may devour. He's always watching and looking. Wants to grab us and pull us away from faith. We see that even in the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness that he's even using God's word against us sometimes, trying to deceive us. But you know what's interesting? Is the scripture never really describes the devil like a a wolf in sheep's clothing, but, but rather Jesus says it this way. The Gospel of Matthew. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. That makes no sense. To send us out in the midst of the wolves, we're the sheep. We don't even have the same defenses that Stinky has. How are we supposed to defend ourselves as sheep against wolves? And yet he says, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. In other words, have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And go forth with the strength of that spirit. See, we need to have the courage to be sheep in the midst of the wolves, to face down the wolves of this world because, you see, sheep stand not by themselves. They stand with the shepherd. And the shepherd has the rod and the staff. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
When we go out into this world, it's full of wolves. It's full of people who don't want to don't listen, who want to take life and live it in their own way, who, who quite frankly are headed on that road to destruction. And God calls us to face them down like sheep face down wolves. Wait a minute. That doesn't happen that way. Remember, God does it his way. The world can laugh. The world can mock. The world can even put to death the Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. But death had no hold on him, and it has no hold on us. And so we need not be afraid of what man might do to us, but rather we put our lives completely and wholly into the hands of Jesus Christ. And we know that we follow the path that he lays before us, and we set our feet firmly on that solid ground, never afraid of the world, but rejoicing that we have a Savior, a shepherd king who's crowned with thorns, and who has the nails driven through his hands and his feet, who, said, who sheds his, his righteous blood to wash away the multitude of our sins, and to declare us holy and righteous. My sheep know my voice, and they follow me. Wonderful words. And as we draw this church year to a close on this day and look forward to a new advent, we are reminded again as we look forward in time that a lot can happen. A lot can happen in a year. Just look at the year past. No one anticipated all of the things that are happening and going on. A lot can happen even in a shorter amount of time. A lot can happen even in three days. Because you see, he embraces that crown of thorns, but as he rises from the dead, we know that he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And that like our Lord... We can someday inherit that crown of eternal life, but in the meantime we sing, crown him with many crowns, the lamb upon the throne. A shepherd who becomes the lamb of sacrifice for us, who gives his life in our place. It's interesting to me as we look at our gospel lesson today that, that so quickly Jesus moves from the whole image of a king separating the sheep from the goats and the right and the left. Did you notice I did that so you guys could see it correctly? The right and the left? It's backwards for me, see? He separates them. And then he talks about how he separates them. And he starts going into that whole litany of when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was a stranger, you welcomed me in. When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was sick, you visited me. When I was in prison, you came to me. That's the gospel of hands. And flesh. It is the believing in our hearts and being motivated by the Holy Spirit to live the gospel in our lives so that we could impact others. 
And this isn't a, a, a complete list. It's just the beginning of what, what God calls us to do. And using all of the skills and the gifts and the talents to serve him. Unfortunately, sometimes we see things like this going on in the lives of people in the church. I fed the hungry. Oh, whatever. Well, I gave clothes to the, to the mission. Uh, whatever. Some of you who know me who receive emails from me know that I have tagged my emails for a year with the words whatever. With that reference to Philippians, whatever is good, whatever is right, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever. Whatever Christ calls us to do, whatever he puts before us in our lives to serve him in his kingdom, to, if you will, whatever, even if it means facing the wolves, whatever. Whatever he calls us to do, we do with confidence in his name, knowing that he is with us and that he's right there in the midst of the storm. And he's calming the waves, and he's rebuking them, and he brings a calmness. I'm reminded of the first martyr, Stephen. He's speaking the truth of who Jesus is. They can't stand the truth. The world takes him out, if you will, and they begin to stone him to death. And yet the description of that is a powerful one because even as he's been pelted with the rocks and the stones, he is filled with what we would call a peace that passes all of our human understanding. It's as if the Holy Spirit removes the pain from him in the execution that he is undergoing. As he lifts his eyes to heaven and he proclaims with a loud voice what he sees. And they throw the rocks all the harder. But Christ is with him. When Jesus sends us out into the world to proclaim who he is as a savior dying on a cross for the sins of the whole world, as a king of kings and a lord of lords, we don't go into the world alone. He is with us. And as we move next Sunday into the season of Lent, we prepare for that gift, Emmanuel, God with us. And yet so many times we live so timid because the devil wants us to think we are all alone. And we say those phrases, I can't do this. I am not strong enough. I am just too weak. You know, when the Lord calls you to a task, 
and you start to feel that way, you need to kind of turn on your Sunday school history, your Sunday school past, and your little kid heart and start singing this. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Did you catch that? When we focus on our own lot, our own situation, our own place, we're weak. We need to focus our eyes on Jesus who walks with us in the midst of the storm and who pours his strength into our hearts and to our lives, who gives us by the power of the Holy Spirit the words to say when we draw a blank. To grab a hold of our shepherd king to grab a hold of our Savior, to know the price that he paid for our sins, and to breathe that sigh of relief, knowing that I may not look like a sheep, or smell like a sheep, or sound like a sheep, but he calls me by name to be in his flock, and I am his, and so are you. And he is with us, and he reigns over our hearts and our lives. Fall back in his arms and rest on his strength. And go out into the world, not with fear or timidity, but like a sheep facing the wolves. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep our hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. I invite you now to stand as you are able and to join with me in confessing our common Christian faith in the ancient words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Dear Heavenly Father, you promised to seek the lost. We pray for all those who have wandered away from your church. We pray that you would strengthen us to reach out to them, to receive them with open arms and open hearts when they return home. Hear our prayer, O oh Lord. Give ear to our cry. Lord, you promised to strengthen the weak. Send your strength and courage to all those who need it, to the aging, the lonely, the tired, and the vulnerable. Protect and defend them from the wolves of this world. Hear our prayer, O oh Lord. Give ear to our cry. Lord, you promised to feed your sheep with good pasture. Raise up faithful servants and shepherds to share the nourishment of your word and sacraments with all your sheep. Hear our prayer, O oh Lord. Give ear to our cry. Lord, you promised to rescue your flock from all enemies. Guard and keep us from the enemies of sin, death, and Satan. Lead us away from temptation and always closer to the arms of our good shepherd. Hear our prayer, O Lord. 
give ear to our cry. Lord, you promised to bind up the injured. Bring your healing to all those who suffer now through injury, illness, and oppression. Heal them according to your good and gracious will. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Lord, by your word you have told us that the last enemy to be destroyed is death. As we await the return of Jesus and the resurrection of the dead, we still grieve and mourn when the enemy of death strikes our friends and family. Be near all those who are mourning the death of loved ones. Comfort them with the hope of the resurrection to eternal life. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. At this time, we would normally receive our tithes and our offerings to the Lord. Again, I remind you that there are several ways in which you can continue to support the mission and ministry here at Christ Lutheran Church and School. You can mail in your offerings through the snail mail to the church office. You can uh, go to your financial institution and go to their bill pay area and send it that way. You can go to our website, to the giving page, and you can give an offering there. Or you can use the mobile uh, devices that you have in the Give Plus app. Those are ways that you can continue to support our mission and ministry here. If you are watching from another place around the country or even around the world, remember to support your local missions. It's important to, to again, uh, be with your church locally as well. Uh, again, our capital campaign continues forward. Uh, I don't have an update on the number of money raised, but we still are receiving pledges for that. So if you uh, need a pledge card, uh, let the church office know. We'll make sure that you get one, or you can stop by the church office and pick one up as well. Uh, and again, we're still taking those in, and we'll try to get you an update by uh, next Sunday. Again, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give thee but thine own, whatever the gift may be. All that we have is thine alone. Trust, O Lord, from thee. Amen. 